What's up, everybody? This is The Quad with Chris Young. As always, I am Chris. We got Ryan from Miami. Taking care of the people you love is fundamental. <laughs> Producer Josh. Can we stop leading with Ryan? Please? <laughs> we, we have to go to somebody please. else for now. And we're, I'm going to do it in reverse next week. Great. And Haley the Bear. So I get to go first? You get to go first. Yes! Wait, how did I, what did I do to lose what my have you number not one done? spot? What have you not done? Gestures broadly to the last, I don't know, 40 weeks of podcasts. <laughs> I'm coming for that number one spot. Well, number, um, number four now. Yeah. <laughs> first of all, I will always be first. <laughs> um, I'll take so, second. <laughs> I'll take Shotgun. second. Shake and bake, baby. Shake and bake. Um, Spoken like a true Dolphins fan. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, yeah, yes. I did it. Yeah, I did it. Man, it's messed up. <laughs> okay, let's 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 get started here. We're we're all over the place this morning. Everybody seems to be in a good mood, um, sir. You had a little trip to New York. It was delightful. Did you love it just as much as you always do? Yeah, I mean, it was it's a little different post pandemic and and certainly there's, you know, restrictions and some things. But for the most part, the spirit of New York is back. People, people are out and doing stuff. All um, the food. It is a it is a mystery to me how I can eat like complete trash for four days and then I have lost weight since my trip. <laughs> how much wow. walking did you do, though? I did a lot of walking, but. I mean that. Yeah, yeah. I saw some of the stuff you were posting. It was carbs and sweets and anything I could eat. It was carbs and carbs and carbs. Yeah, I mean, it was like, oh, what am I going to have? A bagel and then a sandwich and then another bagel. <laughs> oh, now it's ten a.m. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, but yeah, great time. Good little vacay to unplug. Did some historical stuff. It was great. I'm at some point. I, I don't know how many days like I, I want, I want it to be longer than two after this album comes out on August the 6th, please go pre-order and buy famous friends. Please do that. Shameless please do plug. That. Please do it. Please um, do it for both of us. Do it, for, do it for both of us. Do it for me. Do it for Josh. Do it for your country. No, uh, <laughs> um, very, very, very excited about that, but there's so much stuff building up to this that, um, on the other side of it, I am looking, I'm going to, I'm going to do a vacation. I'm not sure where, Whoa. Whoa. Hey, I hear Florida's nice this time of year. You know what? I was thinking the same thing, right? It is. Florida is beautiful. Now I'm not going to tell people what I'm doing it, but (laughs) (laughs) I'm just just saying. Keep your eyes peeled, Florida. Yeah. Here we go. Um, All right. All right. (laughs) Who won the poll last week? It's uh, unfortunately it. It's Ryan because I feel like everyone saw Sixth Sense, but they didn't see a lot of the other movies. Yeah. Can I talk about this? No. How is that the best movie twist that you've ever seen? I'm concerned for our our listeners. (laughs) Look, I I think I've figured out the algorithm to. Oh, my God. Can I just mute it? Getting the quad pod squad on board with our polls. (laughs) So. What the hell are we going to do with you? <laughs> with that being said, I would like to, uh, I'd like to first start this accept, acceptance speech by um, telling the quad pod squad. I, I love you guys. Thank you. No one can hear you now. No one can hear you. You're muted on this end, right? You can wave. You can talk as much as you want. You're muted. He, he seemed shocked. 
and appalled. I, Sorry, un- Ryan, can't hear you. <laughs> can't hear you, buddy. No, un- I, unmute him. He's been unmuted. He was just mouthing, I, mouthing things. I was lip syncing. Oh, come on. Got him. Gotcha. But thank you, Quad Pod Squad. I, I accept this humbly, uh, and I will win again next week. I've it's one on, week. I've, I've been on a cold streak, and I really need y'all to come through this week. Well, I, you know what? I, I, I'm really tempted to do the hot take first just to mess with everybody. What? Break, Let's do breaking it. news. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do the hot take. Hot take. People all are right. so confused right now. <laughs> People are going to be like, oh my God, this is the end. It's yeah. five minutes old. Uh, all right. So we're doing the hot take first. The best car movie of all time. Now, I understand that what you're going to get is going to be wide ranging with this, right? If you go online and you look at different lists, which I'm interested to see which one Ryan goes with. He's currently typing it in right now. He didn't do any research going into this. It's all over the place. It's everything from Blues Brothers to... Cars. Cars actually is on Uh a bunch of, like, best car movie lists. Anyway, and we we had this discussion this morning. I know what Haley's is, and it was going to be my backup. So since that's her movie, I'm not going to say anything. If I have to pick the best car movie of all time, this is actually a remake. And uh, I got to say, I I get it that the original was in the 70s. I don't care. For me, it is the 2000 version of Gone in 60 Seconds. They name all the cars. There are like all of these beautiful vehicles that get listed in this thing. You have the heist element of it. You have Angelina Jolie. You have Nicolas Cage. It knows what it is. It is fantastic. And lest we forget one of the most beautiful, uh, almost unobtainable cars of all time. The El- 67 Eleanor? Shelby Mustang GT500. Eleanor. I, that's, I, just, I don't think you can beat that movie. Just the list of cars that's in it. It's fun. It doesn't take itself too seriously. It... it lists a list of some of the best cars of all time like if you can't call that the best car movie of all time what 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 do you call them i call Seriously. it i already know what yours I is wait 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 because wait. i co-sign with you Chris. Oh! <laughs> i myself not being a car guy admittedly drove a minivan for nine years up until very recently <laughs> No wonder why I'm single. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We got to parse through this for a minute. You drove a how? How long did you drive this minivan? Nine years. I drove a what, minivan. What kind of minivan was it? It was a Dodge Grand Caravan. I was about to say it's got to be a caravan. Oh my god! It used to be parked what? around the corner because it was broken, <laughs> and then Chris's mom was like, "You have to get that thing out of here." Yeah. Wait, Chris's mom was the voice of reason here? Uh, she was like, this got to go. It's got to go. <laughs> Mama B was like, Josh, come on. I had, what a, par- you, what I had a parking pass. But what did you do with it? I donated it. Oh, did you really? Yeah, I donated it. Look at you. Yeah. But what well, did you it, carry it, in the back of this minivan? <laughs> What's everything? That? Everything. I, that, was my, that was my move from uh, Kansas City to Nashville. It was my move to Los Angeles. It was my move back from Los Angeles to Nashville. My entire life was in that minivan. Please tell me you were visibly upset when you had to give away this minivan. Oh, I cried straight up. There's an Instagram post. If you scroll down on my feed, I make, I make a post about the van being taken away. It was, it was a sad day. Oh man. 
but we anyway. should have we should have made it the quad mobile. <laughs> <laughs> It was it was too early. Too oh. early. Which one of my oh broke my down vehicles we... do we want to make the quad mobile? Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's happening. Absolutely. Anyway, go um, ahead. so admittedly, not a car guy. <laughs> Long story short. Um, this movie is it's every cool car in existence. Uh, the only reason I know what the Shelby GT five hundred is is because of this movie. Whatever car that you like, it is represented. And therefore, unless you're like like Teslas or something like All that. All right. So, the, by the way, there's 50 cars. So, a 99 Aston Martin DB7, a 62 Aston Martin DB1, Bentley, and our, uh, uh, Bentley Azure, Bentley Continental, Cadillac Eldorado, Cadillac Eldorado, Cadillac Escalade, Bel Air, Camaro, Corvette, Viper. I mean, Ferraris, Jaguars, Mercedes, Porsches. Like, I mean, they're, they're, everything. Everything is in this movie. I dare you to find a better one. Go ahead, Haley. I, Haley has an interesting take. I got to be honest. I, I do. It's fast and, and furious. Nope. No. Nope. The best car movie ever has to do with the DeLorean. Back to the future. Anger. We're taking the time. Oh, machine. my God. Do y'all have the same pick? The exact oh same Oh, my gosh. How does this happen, Ryan? Of all of the movies, you guys both pick Back to the Future. It has the most iconic car ever featured a in a movie. It's a time machine for Pete's sake. It's a car that is a time. It had a ride at Universal for the longest time. All right, so I'd wait. This is going to come down to, I, by the way, I like that Like it's me and Josh versus you and Ryan. I think this is fantastic because we haven't done this in a while. Normally, we've been doing ones where everybody has something different. The fact that we all managed to land, we're, we're basically putting one of the most iconic vehicles of all time being in a movie and being a centerpiece against the most iconic list of cars that has ever existed in a movie. And they're going head to head. I, I really do like this. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you're way too happy right now. I mean, think about one of the I most, I mean, one of, if not the most iconic quotes of all time, roads where we're going, we don't need roads. And the DeLorean became the essence of that quote in Back to the Future. The DeLorean. If it was such a good car, there'd be more on the I, road right now. They wouldn't but, have discontinued but not everybody, it. Not everybody has a time machine these days, okay? Not everybody. <laughs> not Some people do. Some people do. I've seen it on Instagram. I believe it. That's the, They're predicting. So, <laughs> By the way, have you, have you, sidebar, have you ever run across those? Yes. It's like proof that I'm a time traveler. Yeah. You're like, in, this in day, 2022, something dramatic will happen. <laughs> and I'm like, that is so Nailed vague. It. Like, yeah, I'm sure that something dramatic will happen. That's good, good for you. Go ahead, Ryan. Under the hood, the DeLorean wasn't quite the supercar that flashy bodywork had promised. It's carrying a pokey 130 horsepower. <laughs> I was I was Whoa. really worried about mispronouncing car Whoa, names earlier, me... and he can't say horsepower, so I feel much better. No edits, no edits on this one. Let me uh, let me let me run that back. Go ahead. Carrying a pokey 130 horsepower 2.9 liter V6, its futuristic looks combined with a bit of movie magic gave the DeLorean legendary status. And because it was a time machine in the film, the real life specs didn't really matter, with one exception, reportedly. The prop staff replaced that sluggish V6 with a V8 
from the Porsche 928, which went a long way toward helping Marty McFly hit 88 miles per hour. Well, this sucks because I really don't want Ryan to win another week. But how, Ryan, me and you go at it more often than anybody else. How do we keep doing this? Don't worry, he won't. Because wow. it's all connected. Oh. I mean, I gotta be oh. honest, if, if we're going car movie and we're putting this up as the hot take, I think me and Josh have got it this way. No, absolutely I, not. I, I think we quad, do. Quad, pod, squad. Hey, I, where, what think, algorithm are we talking about over here? I, I think there's a better case for Herbie fully loaded than there is oh. the DeLorean. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. It flew. It flew. <laughs> but it didn't time travel. That we know Her, of. Herbie fully loaded. <laughs> All right. So according to our friends at Vulture.com, they have... A list of 38, has 38, <laughs> 38 of the car movies ever made. Better be. 38. There's a lot. Give us, give us the top 10. At number 10, Joyride. At number nine, Fast Five from 2011. At number eight, Speed Racer. Number seven, Duel. <laughs> well, get, get out of here. At six, Holy Motors. <laughs> there's no, there's been no mention of Bullet. There's been no mention of any, like all these. At five, movies. Repo Man from '84, cult, cult classic. Hmm. At number four, Collateral. I do love the movie Collateral. That is an exceptional movie. By the these way, are not really odd. Car- I got a better list. Yeah, movies with I, cars in them. Yeah. At number three, Two Lane Backtop, Blacktop. I can't read today. <laughs> At number two, Mad Max Fury Road. And the greatest car movie of all time, according to our friends at Vulture.com, is Taxi Driver from 1976. Martin Scorsese, what up? This list is crap. I, I, so I yeah. have the 15 best car movies from RoadandTrack.com. <laughs> that seems legit. It, Yeah, you think? <laughs> I'll, I won't do all 15. Do you want me to do top five or yes, top? Yes, please. Five. Uh, we're doing, we're doing seven. Doing at number oh my, because hers is probably at seven. <laughs> at number seven, we have Back to the Future. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, it didn't even make top five. Dang. Dang. Wow. Okay. At number six, we got Bullet. At number five, we got Days of Thunder. At number four, we have Senna. At number three, we have The Fast and the Furious. At number two, we have Cars. And at number one, there's Ford versus Ferrari. <laughs> Cars. I mean, I'm not. I'm not mad at that list I feel as, like that's, as much as that's recency bias, though. I I can't put Ford versus Ferrari at the top of a ultimate movies of all time about cars list. I just can't do it. It's too. It's too new. And I know that that's that may be anti recency bias on my part, but I, it's just. Guess yeah. what number ten is? I I don't know. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, that's There's some good cars in that movie. Gone in 60 seconds. There's another one on there. What number? Uh, 11. Talladega Nights. Mm. Ooh, that's a good one. Drive. Talladega Nights is a good one. I mean, I mean, you could go Days of Thunder. I mean, there, there's plenty of movies that, that reference, like, car driving. I mean, it. Sure. Jason Bourne, because there's yeah, a couple okay. of good car driving <laughs> scenes. But I, Anyway, I'm, I'm very interested to see. I almost picked Driving Miss Daisy, 
But <laughs> oh my god, you shouldn't pick cars. All right, guys. So we will we will reference this back at the end since we are doing everything out of order today. Is complete madness and chaos over here. I was ready for y'all to hit the outro. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? Flying blind. Let's get out of here. <laughs> just hit it. No. <laughs> so uh, that is the hot take. Best car movie of all time. Gone in sixty seconds. Or Back to the Future. Back to the Future. It's going to be interesting. It will reveal a lot about our audience. If they pick Back to the Future. <laughs> don't even, don't even. I just, what? I'm just. That's I'm, such a classic. I'm obviously Illusion. biased. One Illusion. of them's my pick and one of them's yours. <laughs> it hasn't helped me in the past, so. But it might this time. It might this time. Here we go. Uh, let's let's work backwards. Let's go to movies. Movies. Haley did not watch this movie. Of course I didn't. I wasn't going to spend $20 at the movie theater to watch a movie I did not want to watch. A Wait a minute. You didn't. Okay. No. Not I told gonna, this y'all is not I wasn't going to watch the movie. She actually did. She she ahead of time was like, I 100% am not watching that. And I love it when Chris goes, enjoy the movie. And I said, you think I'm going to go spend my money. Not to mention, I worked Friday night. I worked a double Saturday at a baby shower yesterday. I mean, I watched I watched it on HBO Max. You can you can list all the things you did. I literally landed from the airport and within forty five minutes was in the theater. But you couldn't make it to the movie with me last week. Oh, I had my AC unit bust in my apartment. You really want to go there? Yeah, let's, yeah, don't start let's, this. let's let's start this. Anyway, it would have been nice had you seen it because. Then you could weigh in on how much you don't like it instead of I having to be to. quiet. Oh, yeah. I don't have just, to because I like can it. see all the it's reviews. LeBron it's an James. abomination. Right. Wait, wait, wait. It, it's out. a disaster. Time out. Time out. Wow. First of all, let's start here. Space Jam A New Legacy, PG, 2021, two hours. And it says family comedy. And I'm really glad that that is what they labeled this movie because... Sports movie. <laughs> yeah, I did, would not have played. Um, 4.3 out of 10 on IMDb, 31% on Rotten Tomatoes, 71% of Google users like this movie. Mm-hmm. So going into it, this is not going to win any Oscars, but I I believe um, it has a budget of $150 million. Um, Give me just one second. I want to look up what uh, the box office was. Uh, I, I, 31 million, I believe. I, I knew it was going to be like 31 or 32. Yeah, I think it's 31 million. Uh, uh, sorry, yeah. I'm, I should have done this beforehand. I did not prep. I 31, 31.2. Uh, like. No, 31.7. So um, it, it's interesting because it does take the number one spot. It does knock Black Widow out of that top box office spot. Um, and it, it is more money than the first one earned. In the first week, although we yeah, are adjusting for inflation. Take that. Well, again, not adjusting for inflation. And um, I'm pretty sure the first one didn't cost $150 million to make. So there's there's a lot going on here, right? Uh, it's still a number one film. It's still the power of LeBron James. It is still really... Let me, let me just ask this before I, I dig too far into it. And before we have to hit the time for some spoilers button. Right. Because it literally just came out. So did, we don't want to. Did, did you like it? Yes. Of course. Ryan, you really did you like, like it? it? No. Okay. Can I? Can I? Can I? I no. No. You didn't watch it. You didn't no, watch but it. can I just read? 
No, no, no. don't read don't the care. bad review. I don't, I don't care I, about a bad review from yeah. someone we don't know. And, and here's my thing. Or like the 20 bad reviews. For I don't care. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It, obviously, this movie is not built to be reviewed. Like this movie is not going to win any critical acclaim. That's not what it's done for. And I, I have some thoughts about that. I've seen the reviews that you're talking about. I've seen where they're bad. I get it. But um, hit the button. Time for some spoilers. If you do not want to hear about the movie, please fast forward. <laughs> Meet us somewhere around sports or music. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, man. Um, the first 30 minutes of this was painful to watch. <clears throat> I agree. It, it, it was painful. Like, it was it, It's almost the reverse of... Uh, some of the comedy films that I've really loved where they can't, they can't quite figure out how to get to the ending. So they're like finding a way to tie it up and, and wrap it up in a nice little bow. And it just feels clunky and just like, and we're, we're at the end. Um, that's what I felt about this, this film at the beginning. Um, it, it was really interesting for me because I went into it with an open mind knowing that I am never going to hold this up to the standard of the original Space Jam for a lot of reasons. One of those being, as big as LeBron James is, compared to where Michael Jordan was when he did Space Jam, he was a worldwide phenomenon. He was, you know, it, it put him up there with any artist at the time in the, the zeitgeist of the world and pop culture like he was it that was it that he it began and ended with michael jordan at it, that point it would be like lebron doing this in 2012 right not, not 2021 right so it, to me that's obviously going to create the comparisons and i'm throwing all that out the window i'm just talking about this film standing on its own i the first 30 minutes was really bad it like i actually had to stop and start it a couple times um, and, and it, like you said, it was just very, like some, some of it was like campy to the point of, wow, I, <laughs> you guys are obviously le <laughs> just reading off of a script, but, but the middle of this film was fantastic. Once we got to the middle of this film. It was so good. I mean, it just the the back and forth, uh, them like doing the montage of creating the team, uh, the way that they actually do loop in the cartoon characters in their cartoon form. I I thought it was great. I loved it. And then the end, I thought was okay. The end was what it needed to be, but it wasn't. I didn't leave going, man. Yes, I I agree with you. This I know as a giant LeBron homer is my least favorite LeBron James acting performance, period. Remember when I said it looked like he's going to act horribly? Yeah. It, it was it was stiff. It was stiff. It was stiff. It was stiff. And when he was in Trainwreck, it was not stiff. He was incredible in Trainwreck. So I can admittedly... But he was playing himself, almost. He, yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, I mean, it's... It should be the same thing, but it's not. And it's a different director. And, and when you're a supporting character versus carrying a whole right. franchise completely different set of roles totally good. and I, mean, I say he was playing himself and and almost a, the a only reason i say himself. that is yeah he is obviously playing a role in that where he still has lines and has to deliver them a certain way but uh, yeah go ahead correct so you know 
as much of a LeBron stan as I am, didn't love that part of it. And that's the first 30 minutes. It's, it's, it's rough. It's rough. Now, when it kicks in and he's in Toon World and then they're assembling the team, you get to see the other characters from the Goon Squad get made. Some of the inside jokes about like Clay Thompson being fire he's on yeah. fire but also wet i thought that was brilliant the ad brow joke or yeah. it's time to split yeah. the brow there are a lot of really funny callbacks and poking fun at lebron james throughout the midst of it what way more than there was in space jam one about michael um which i really enjoyed i liked that it was a little and also I'll hit hit the button again just to, even if you're listening where they go we found michael jordan and I, I, I knew what, like they telegraphed it so well, but and, it was so great. And it's so Michael great. B. Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Everybody was hoping though for, a, for an actual MJ cameo and he was we got the it. other MJ. He I would was, never be part of such a debacle. <laughs> you didn't see it. Okay. Um, I don't have to see it to know it sucks. Okay. All right. Agree to disagree. That's fine. Um, I think the way that they wove in all of the Warner brothers characters as the crowd and just if you like because i started looking for easter eggs of just people in the background for a little while <laughs> yeah it was gremlins fake. was in there harry potter there was the the original batman like the uh, jack nicholson joker was on the sideline at one point Isn't like one of the characters from clockwork orange in there yeah, <laughs> absolutely like, there was uh. so there was so much going on and so if you know the franchise or you know the history of warner brothers there's a lot of payoff for you on that side of it um the ending, it was fine. Whatever. It was fine. It was fine. I, it, was again, what, it was what it was going to be. I think the middle the middle third of this movie was fantastic. The beginning was awful, and the ending was okay. And that LeBron James as himself acting wasn't great in this movie. But overall, if I look at this movie as the Space Jam franchise, and every 20 years or so, they're going to grab whatever the greatest player in the NBA is to fill this role, this is pretty good. It will never be I, the same thing. I'm not the same age I was when I saw Space Jam 1. Right, it will that, never be that. That's my other question. And, Rye, do you want to weigh in on this before I before I, I do, start? I do. But I, I, was letting, I was letting you two kind of get your thoughts down. Oh, no. Haley obviously has some pessimism <laughs> towards this movie without seeing it. Here was Here's my take on it. And I came into this movie, and, and I think what's unfair is you naturally compare it to the original space jam. That's even if it's not warranted, unfair? you naturally compare it to it. That's like when y'all argue about ghostbusters. No, like. no, 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 not at all. Because there were two of those and then they tried to do a spinoff and it was the way it was presented. Not that it was just them making another ghostbusters film. That's, that's not what happened with those two. And, it is unfair to compare them because they are complete standalone things. Mm -hmm. Although there are little allusions to the first one that, and that's, and that's where, so here's the best part of space jam two was the callbacks, whether it be the callbacks to the Warner brothers, you know, different franchises. They had like, who knew Austin powers was going to make an appearance and a cameo in this movie. Like there's so many callbacks that there is that nostalgia. And I think that's, part of what this movie wanted to bring out is that nineties Warner brothers nostalgia. And I think they succeeded keeping like the start of the movie begins with a game boy. Like, I don't know about you, Chris, but I thought of you I, immediately when I saw the game. Boy. I had the original game boy as a kid growing up. I have no idea how my mom 
saved up enough because we were literally like that was my only that was my gift that year right yep um i i have no idea how she did that as a single parent us living in the back of somebody else's house at the time and uh i i remember that game boy with like the they're like oh they're the purple buttons oh they're pink they're (laughs) pink buttons on that game boy but also i do remember that video game that he was playing that was an actual video game that you see in the background yes yeah. And, um, and it was, and the whole, if the game's not working, like take the cartridge out, blow into yeah. it and try it. Yeah. Like, I was like, yes, like, this is such nostalgia. By the and way, I think like succeed. we all did that as kids and they've come out like, this is such a nerd moment. I'm so sorry, but it, they, they come out and they were like, that ruined a bunch of cartridges because all you're doing is blowing moisture into the back of something Correct. that's an electronic. Correct. So I think this movie succeeded in its, it's desire to attract that nostalgia, whether it be from a video game standpoint, from Warner Brothers, that is where it succeeded, where I think it failed. And and maybe this was me being critical of it. I felt it was so self-centered and way too like boosting of LeBron's image, ego, all right, desire to to frame him as this family man, entrepreneur, social media star. Like I there was but satire. I felt, like that, I felt like that was the first 30 minutes of the movie. That's, but that's it was what like I disliked so, so it, much it was about like, it. Oh my God, you're hitting us over the head with it. We get it. it. it LeBron James is in a movie. It was nauseating to to get the sense that this was so self-absorbed. And that that stuck with me. Like that stuck with me throughout the, the majority of this movie. And I thought there were parts of it that, that really stood out. Obviously, you know, you kind of predicted that his son would come play for the tunes. Spoiler alert, sorry. Um, yeah. <laughs> You, you kind of predicted that. We, already, we already said it. We already said it. <laughs> that Dom would switch teams, but it was that that threw me off so much. I loved the callbacks. I liked the random jokes and the leaving Miami, Cleveland, and like all that stuff really resonated with me. But it just felt so narcissistic and self self absorbed, and that is what turned me off about this movie. And that's why I don't like it. I love the callbacks, but it just and and again, I'm going to make this comparison. But Space Jam One didn't feel so like look at me type on MJ. Like it it obviously portrayed MJ as this basketball superstar, and I love that Bugs in this movie goes, "Oh, uh, uh, playing with an NBA superstar uh, sounds familiar." Sounds like familiar. I love that yeah, callback. It's the callback. But I, I just felt it was way too narcissistic, and that is what turned me off. About okay, it. so obviously they have test audiences. Obviously, this win number one. This did what they wanted it to do. Let me ask this of you guys. Is this us not being the target age? I think that's a lot of it. We are. It, it is hard for me to divorce my upbringing being young seeing the first one my love of LeBron James, and then me being 36 watching this movie going, the campiness is not meant for me. Like some of the delivery of these lines are potentially is not meant for me. It's meant to just be very plainly stated for a younger crowd. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I can also say this back when we were younger and we watched space jam, our parents also still loved space jam. Mm, I, they liked it more than some of the stuff we watched, but it, I don't know that they were like it. That was the best movie I've ever seen. Did we establish, I think we, we talked about this on a previous podcast. When was the Toon Squad and that whole cartoon era established? That was the 50s, right? Am I right on that? Oh, you're talking like about like the, Bug, Bugs Bunny? Original. Yeah, Bugs Bunny, oh, like God. like it, Daffy Duck. Like that Was that 50s? Because that, that does tap into our parents' nostalgia from their youth. And I think that, and to, to your point, 30s, Barry, I think that is Black what, and white in the 30s. 
thirties. Okay. So even, even, even older, uh, that's what I think taps into your, your parents' love of the original space jam was they grew up with tune squad, Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, you know, right. But so who's to say that kids these days would understand it. I I would also argue that the, the heyday, um, which was a very large span of time for Bugs Bunny, um, was when he was voiced by Mel Blanc, which was from 40 to 89. Yeah. So, you know, really picking up steam, carrying through the 40s into the 60s, 70s, and then probably a bunch of retread stuff that we, you know, I mean, even in 89, you know, I was four, so I was watching that. I was born. Well, and for for our parents, yeah, Jesus. Um, And for our parents, like, they used to play Looney Tunes before before movies. Like, that that was part of it. So... There is a culture for sure, but again, so why would why would the children these days be able to understand the whole concept of Looney Tunes? Like, if you want to say they're trying to not go for our age group, well, the younger kids still won't understand what that whole concept is, right? But, but I, I think what we're saying is they inherently have probably seen some version of the Looney Tunes because they still keep making cartoons because we and, did at that age and. Also, I just wonder if this skews much younger, and that's why it says family in the title of this movie. I wonder if the age range is, like, people our age are going to watch it because we remember the first Space Jam fondly, but the target market for this is much younger. And yeah, so they can get away with some of the things that are just kind of corny delivery. I, I think I think if we look at it, and, and I need to go rewatch the original Space Jam again, I think, but... I think that there is some some campiness and jokes that are callbacks that were meant for adults with Bill Murray playing golf, for example, with MJ. That is a throwback to Caddyshack that was meant for the adults that are taking the kids that I didn't understand. And and what did I say before this movie even came out? I said this months ago, I, th- I feel like um, the the soundtrack. What What was the soundtrack to this movie? I couldn't tell you a single song. I don't think there is one. I think they, they tapped went into some of the original soundtrack. They uh, they put some no no no, no, no. Uh, they they put like "Welcome to the Space Jam" like yeah. a little clip in yeah. part of it, but this was not a soundtrack heavy film. No. And the first one, that soundtrack was iconic. Yeah, no R. Kelly. I can believe I can fly in this one. No, there was well, Porky Pig rapping. So there was that was that was great. <laughs> I will say was there was great. one callback. That was and great. You, you might have missed it. You might have missed. The alien villains, the the two seconds that they were on screen, that was a callback for the original Space Jam OGs that were that's out there. Marvin, Marvin the Martian? That's what yeah. Yeah. No, someone no, 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 else no, said, no, that it didn't even Marvin take place in like, space-related. What? I'm talking about, on the sideline, for two seconds of this movie, the oh, alien yeah, villains. Oh, yeah, you did. You're right, from, you're right. From the original movie that, that were obviously the original, MJ played against. Yeah, yeah, you yes, mean yeah, the whole yes, term yes. Space Jam? There was apparently no space in this one? Uh, well, I mean, I, look, I don't mind the setup for this. They one. went from that's, planet to planet. What are you talking about? Man? No, no, no. Because she didn't see she it. She didn't see it. That's one thing that I I did not mind. Um, I I kind of cringed when they were like, what's his name? Al G Rhythm. And I was like, Ugh. <laughs> but I I get it. I get it. Ryan, I, Ryan probably cheered. He was like, yeah, good joke. <laughs> good joke. Good joke, guys. I liked it. Anyway. Um. Number one at the box office. So uh, we'll see how the the trajectory of this movie continues to do. And obviously, 
with it being on streaming, it's day and day to theaters and streaming. So those numbers won't be reflected and probably never revealed to us. Um, you know, it's more of a guess at this point for a lot of that stuff. But um, you know what? He took a risk. He made something. And regardless of what we think about it, it's really hard to get a movie done when you're not a really big movie star. And to be able to retread on something that you know is to a lot of people sacred bear. I, and, and including him he is yeah. our age so yeah. it was an important movie to him too yeah. so he wanted to do this right and like i said i if you watch this if you want to give it a watch um i just know that the very beginning is going to be a little bumpy <laughs> getting through but then once they get to the meat of the movie it's it's actually really well done do we need to go back and watch the original do we need to go back and watch the original space jam um for the pod? For the pod, no. No. But yes, I will I will do that. I'll probably go back and just watch curious, it. just just to have some some follow up thoughts. Because I think I don't want recency Can we do a bias. Poll on, on our Instagram about this movie. No. because uh, you mean, don't want me to be right. No, I'll, <laughs> do, I'll tell you what, the, I'll, I'll put the, the poll up. I'll pull the poll up after you watch the movie. I, yeah, you tell here's me, here's the you thing. tell me when the you movie, watch it. The movie already went number one at the box office. So whether you like it or not. It's a number one box office film. But the idea is if you like it, it can it can go number one. But if not a single person liked it, then let me ask you this. Would you vote that you don't like it, even though you haven't seen it? I don't have to see it. So, okay. yes. So, yes. So there's so, no reason to put up a poll. There you go. <laughs> uh, all right. Next week. Do we want to do something that's in theaters? All right. Yes. What's out? Jungle Cruise. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I don't want to see that movie. <laughs> Oh no. oh no! Oh no! I'm only going to see it if Hoisted Bam and your Jimmy are Oh no! Oh no! Why don't you want to see it? Because he just thinks it's going to be campy it's and so cheesy, stupid looking. <laughs> what do you mean? Rock? Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo sold it. What are you talking about? <laughs> Stop it, Ryan. Uh-huh. Um. All right, Jungle Cruise it is. Yay! Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, I like it. Um. Speaking of what you were just bringing up, let's go to sports. Have I ever seen more movies been like force fed down my throat than now that Disney owns ESPN? (laughs) Now that they're the same company. Holy crap. Oh, you know what I forgot to mention from Space Jam 2? Julius from Remember the Titans is in uh, the beginning of Space Jam 2 talking to LeBron. I thought that was great. There is also a... uh clear eyes uh whatever yeah moment, moment. Oh, yeah yeah, yeah yeah warm heart anyway. can't lose yeah. yeah so um i i just so about those uh those ices I huh? just, wait just wait just wait you can't huh? even like first of all huh you made a point out of the fact that you drank an ice if nobody asked you to do that you just Dang. ran to your fridge you just, and happened you, to have one you rolled over bro you i would can't. like to explain to you what that that night was it was miserable and i yeah and i don't by the way, I don't wish that upon my enemies by the way uh, that doesn't mean that you're not still going to drink a six pack of ice if when they when the suns come back and win this whole thing <laughs> <We'll see. Yeah. laughs> that ball steal from giannis though all right so first of all is it giannis or Giannis? it's Giannis. okay Whatever. i've i've heard people mispronouncing this all week like even even on ESPN, they're like Giannis, and I'm like, I don't think that's how it's, the, you say his the name. The better part is Bear pronounced the last name, not the first name. Antikupa. 
And to coo- one more one more try. And to Kupakopo. <laughs> and to Takumpo. And to Takumpo. There it is. <laughs> what was the answer to Kupakopo? I don't know that she just fell apart right there. Um, <laughs> that was great, Baron. Un- unrelated. Did you guys see on Instagram Travis Kelsey's last name is actually Kels? He never corrected anyone when they first started calling him that. No. Yeah. What? Yeah. He did a big Instagram like live. What? He's like, I need to get something off my chest. <laughs> Our last name is pronounced Kels, but everyone said Kelsey from the beginning and I never corrected anyone. <laughs> That's insane. Anyway. We'll, what? What? Yeah. Mind blown. Anywho. Uh, back to the box. No, no. Travis Kels is definitely not a better tight end than Travis Kelsey. There's no, there's no doubt in my mind. Um, <laughs> I, I know. that just, that just, you just messed me up. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to knock you off. We were just talking um, about mispronouncing things. Yeah. That's big news right there. Yeah, it is. I don't know if I could ever call him Travis Kels. Um, wow. Be like George Kitley. <laughs> this whole time. You're like, what? <laughs> no, it's Kittle. Chris, Chris Young. Chris Young. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Younge. Um Anyway, <laughs> moving forward. So back to, back to the NBA. Yeah. Um, first of all, that game five. And I've said this. I said this to friends of mine. People have heard me say this. So I, even though I hope for a Suns comeback, I, I don't see much chance of it. And <clears> I'm still going to hope that way that me and Josh don't have to do six ices. Um. <laughs> Smirnoff Ice. Boo. <laughs> oh my gosh! If they'd anyway, like to sponsor that segment of yeah, us, yeah, you guess we'll film it. I guess. Yeah. Um, all right, what? By the way, if if we do lose this, what's your go-to method? Are you just drinking Smirnoff Ice all night long, or are you just trying to slam them as fast as possible and get it out of the way? If I slam six, I'm definitely puking. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's no rule that we there's had to keep no, them down. <laughs> that was not a caveat. Well, you not, can, you guys can enjoy them, put them on ice. If I do you know, six throughout, spritzer. if I do six throughout a night, I will feel awful. Yeah, I will feel. Well, yeah, that's the way that's worse. The bad. Take them in shots. Here's the thing. I felt so good about this after the first two games. Let's go back real quick. First off, I just need to point this out. Game four, Scott Foster refed Chris Paul games. Chris Paul has not won a single one. I just want to throw that out there. Yep. That's a real thing. We've had that conversation before. No, no, no. This is not a conspiracy theory. I I will tell you straight up. I had a friend who used to ref for the WNBA. And we were talking once and she had told me she used to hang out with Donaghy when right before all of the scandal stuff. And there are multiple refs that have confided into her that they are very proud of their record against some teams and some individuals. That is a real thing. I believe it. Joey Crawford. Okay. That was game four. There's still other games. All all I'm saying is game four that game five. Bucks looked great. That was I watched that whole thing. By the way, second largest comeback after a first quarter deficit in the final ever. I mean, they and by the way, that was Drew Holiday that stripped yeah. and then threw to Giannis. Giannis didn't get the steal. Drew Holiday was playing the game of his life on Saturday. I mean, truly, he's he's stealing from Devin Booker and then burying a three in his face, like I did to Ryan. Like, I mean, it is. <laughs> it was <laughs> disgraceful, you know. But 
<laughs> I don't know if I've you, ever you, laughed so much during an episode of this show. You just double dunked on me. Yeah. I, man. Um, Here, here's and, what I, and by the way, can I, can I say this? As much as we're talking about the whole refing against Chris Paul and everything, he scored 11 on 4 for 4 shooting in the fourth quarter of Game 5. Like everybody's going, uh, Holiday's locking him down. He really didn't. Shot 100% in the fourth quarter. He's yeah. fine. Do it, in, do it in Game 7. He, he, okay, okay, so, so here, here is my. So you're saying we're going to Game Seven? No, there's, there's this whole that was Ryan's being a shit right now because <laughs> whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, <laughs> yeah, he, he's calling back to something that only a couple people will get if they watch Dan Levitard, which is Stu Gatz is just like, and unless Chris Paul wins the title, I don't believe him, and he's not one of the greatest of all time, and just crushing him. Can we can we do give some love though to the Bucks who looked lost after the first two games and now Drew Holiday has woken up, Middleton's woken up. Like this isn't just Giannis putting this team on his back. No, which is what and, and also here's the other thing: everybody's been crushing the the Bucks, uh, you know, entire team for not making adjustments, and their coaching staff has come out in the series right when it matters the most, and they're making all the adjustments. You know, it's not Giannis in the fourth quarter taking top of the key, trying to take two steps and make something happen. It's Middleton really running the ball down the floor and Drew Holiday, and they are playing like their lives depend on it. Because, I mean, I mean it's the end of the playoffs. I mean, this is it. This is crunch time. But it, it's wild to see them shooting the percentages that they are. I believe Giannis is in like the 60% mm-hmm. range because it's just all by the basket. And Chris Paul shooting 60% from three for the whole, oh the whole series. For Giannis, Crazy. by the way, 13 straight games, 50% are better in the postseason. Ties Shaq in 06 for the longest such streak in the shot clock era. That's insane. Speaking of Shaq. Oh, dear. <laughs> I am going to tell you right now, this is going seven games. I am going to tell you oh. that I am making a claim that the Suns will win game six. And for two very easy adjustments. Number one, the NBA would like it to go seven for sure. Well, it's I just, mean, yeah. <laughs> all right. So, so there in a newsflash, the NBA would like more games. So it's the greatest hot take you've ever had. The Phoenix Suns will be getting a lot more calls than they would normally. That strip by Drew Holiday all of a sudden becomes a foul in game six, and he's going to the line to go up by one. Okay. That's hmm. what's going to happen. Number two, we are going to see the return of Hackashack for Hackayanis. And we're going to make him shoot 30 free throws at a 40% clip. Who's fouling him because you don't have the depth that you have. You just throw in random people to hit him, and that is it. You make him slow down the game, you take it out of the shooter's hands, and you make him have to nail free throws. All right, I do just want to make sure Josh is not promoting physical assault on any NBA superstars. (laughs) I just, I want to make that clear. You hit him and you hit him hard. (laughs) HR optics, you know, I just, Giannis, we we love you. No, no physical assault. Oh my God. Um, That is what's going to happen in game six. Seriously, have, I don't think I've ever laughed this much during an episode of the show. Uh, I, I agree. And especially with the last thing that you said is just slowing down the game, a slower pace, plays into what the Suns do. They are a half-court team. Transition is great, but transition favors the Bucks. When, when the points total is lower, it's normally a Suns win. Yep. When we're in the the 114s, 120s, that's the Bucks. When you're in like 100 to 94, mm-hmm. that's the Suns. Yeah. And Can so, I make an admission? Yeah. 
I've watched one quarter of these finals. Oh my God. Are you serious? One quarter. I am so disinterested in this year's NBA finals. That's and a shame. I don't think I'm the only one. You have six Smirnoff Ice on the line. I Not one. Not one quarter above. I watched the first quarter of game one. That's that's the, the that's what oh I watched. Oh my God. You haven't watched since then? It's still been no. good. Dude, It. I can honestly tell you, I had a blast. We watched one of the games the other day and like sat down and watched the whole thing. It was great. It was great. I mean, and, for me. And maybe I need to be reinvested in game six, but I there's something about this series Maybe it's the markets with the two teams. Maybe it's the lack of of a gigantic superstar. I just but it's that not. Should be the draw though that it's not a gigantic a gigantic superstar. Like you want to see what these wait, teams want to bring. T- time out. Um, Giannis is a MVP. top ten player <laughs> and a former two time MVP up until this season. What are you talking about? He's no LeBron James. No, he's oh, he's in a gosh. small market. And actually, if you really if you're a fan of basketball. You're a fan of these two storylines happening. Number one, Chris Paul and Monty Williams reuniting with a team that was kind of trash last year, but had a good little bubble run and now made it to the finals. Or you have the superstar staying with the small market team and deciding to re-sign. And then a couple breaks happen their way. Kevin Durant's big toe is on the line that changes their whole future. And now they're one win away from the finals. This is basketball at its finest. This is not... Cavs Warriors 4.0. We not everyone but wants to see LeBron all the time. And it's great basketball. It's they are really playing basketball. great basketball. So you're missing out on a really great era and what the next era is going to look like. Invest yourself on the sport, not the players. Oh. You guys are oh, preaching dang. to me. Woo! Dang! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go sit in my corner. Bear yeah, just Bear just sat me down. Wow. Did not mean to come at you that hard. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just feel like, and and you say that it's the the future superstars of the league. I mean, you've got an aging superstar in Chris Paul. You've got, I mean, you've got Devin Booker, obviously, DeAndre Ayton, some of their young pieces. I think, but there's storylines for both of these teams that make it interesting. I, I just, it, it's not, it has not been for me. And I don't think I'm alone in that feeling as far as this just not being the finals that gets me juiced up like previous ones have. And, and maybe that's, again, maybe that's my ignorance and maybe that's my, you know, being used to having some of those top markets, those those generational superstars in there. It's because Miami Heat ain't involved. Is it because, is it it's the hangover because they lost? I think I, I maybe and maybe again maybe I'm alone maybe I'm not alone I'm I'm interested to see what the the ratings when the the final can I give six, you, seven can I give series you an out. example uh, TV ratings update from our friends at HollywoodReporter.com uh, NBA Finals dominates Wednesday ABC's broadcast is easily the most watched show in primetime more than doubling everything else on the air that was for Game Four yeah. This article from the beginning of the series, NBA Finals ratings way down from pre-pandemic numbers. So it's been like up well, and down. I mean, I mean pandemic, everyone's at yeah, home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, the first time since 2019 that a finals game has topped the 10 million mark, up by 36% over the comparable game in the 2020 finals last October. Which had a lot of superstars in it. Yeah. I'm just saying, man. So I, you're on your own <laughs> island over there. No, no, Ryan, no, 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 no. no I know what quiet. Ryan's saying. And I, I get it. Like, I've had moments where I'm just sort of not interested in the two teams. I don't have any sort of draw towards those teams when I'm watching something in sports. But in this case, I think 
I think you would really enjoy watching it. I really do. Isn't this what we love about sports? Isn't this Italy versus England in the cut? Like is, you're pulling for a team that hasn't been there in forever and is that close? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you. I, I, I'll be there for game six. Okay. You better watch game six. All if, right. If I'm invested in this as much as I am, then you should be. <laughs> You're invested because you, you don't want to drink a six-pack of Smirnoff Ice. <laughs> <laughs> we were both at the same time saying the same thing. Uh, all right. Um, I feel like we just talked about that. Obviously, there's there's not a whole lot going on. There's there's baseball. Cubs won. Shohei Otani Cubs won last still, night. All right. Cubs, Cubs won. How many games did they lost? Out of 162 games, you're cheering a one victory? They've sucked for the last two months. Shohei Otani is the story, guys. He's still hitting home runs. He's incredible. I, I don't understand why anyone has anything negative to say about this guy. He's such a boon for the sport of baseball. Yeah, but he lost the home run derby. <laughs> wow. Okay. okay. Well, you know you what, you know what matters? Negative. He lost the home run derby. You know what matters, though? Winning games that actually matter. <laughs> I mean, Joe Harris won a three-point contest, so... <laughs> Legendary shooter right there. Legendary Joe Maybe Harris. he didn't want to um, overdo I, himself. So. I 100% don't know who that is. Joe Harris <laughs> played plays for the Brooklyn Nets. There you go. Yeah, That's, You know, the team, the sorry, team with Harris. two superstars on it that lost to this Bucks team because they're Joe not probably good. don't know who I am either, so it's fine. Uh, In other news, uh, eight <laughs> weeks till football, guys. Eight weeks. All right, all right. Eight weeks till football. And obviously, Olympics. Anyone excited for the Olympics? No. Yeah. It's not going to be I'm, a lot of fun this year. I'm worried, man. We have, you know, athletes that are testing positive that may not be able to compete in games. Notable Coco Golf was one, uh, for example. But I don't know, man. I'm I'm excited because we got robbed of the Olympics last year, and like I'm I'm excited to actually watch it and cheer on my country. But I just I'm worried that that some things may get in the way. Yeah. I, I think I'm right on the same page with you, Rye. And it, it's the same thing. You know, you want to go in and watch the Olympics and be excited and, and rep your country and root for them. And I think it, it's just going to be a lot of logistic problems at this be. year's Olympics. So 100, You're not showing up with full force. You're showing up with... Hmm. Who can make it? Yep. All right. Update uh, on our NFL bet. Oh. Aaron Rodgers. Cryptic tweet. One more. That was what the tweet said. So you think he has got one more year? I think with the he Packers. comes back one more, and I think that our our bet is back. It's back, it's back baby. <laughs> it's back. Wait, maybe that means he wants one more opportunity with a different team. I don't think that's or one the case. more hosting the show of Jeffrey. I can't remember if we said this on the podcast or not. If we talked about this privately, but. It would seem as though if he wanted to be on a different roster with a different personnel and a different coach and a different playbook, he would have probably made this move already so that he could be getting familiar with the process, not being two months out from the start of preseason. Yeah, but he doesn't control this. The The Packers front office controls his trade fate right he, now. Like they, they could force him to hold out by not trading him. Like he, right. I understand the, the player empowerment I mean, era, but wait, he's wait, wait, still. Wait. We, we all agree that that's been the case the whole time, right? Yeah. Yeah. They were never going to cave and trade him. They I were never going to do. They I were never. never. I they were say never. never. You can't get back anything resembling. But if he chooses not to play, the then you don't get anything. Right, but you get the money back. You do get the money back, <laughs> and you prevent him from being somewhere else where you have to play him. I I don't know. Um, 
Don't hold out, Aaron. Leave the team. <laughs> He's leave the team. Leave the. It's not. That's not how it works. Please Come to the Dolphins. Division. Come to. No. Oh. <laughs> Please just get out of my division. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh, the Bears. You want Tua? You want Tua? No. All right. Let's go to music. <laughs> music we spent so much time talking about everything else i was like uh we're creeping up on that one hour mark and we haven't gotten to the last section people, yet people love long podcasts it's okay they do. i i do have to go do some stuff today after we get done though so okay um some some music business work uh famous friends update across the seven million a week streaming mark this week a week yeah. a week a week I feel like we all we all need a raise now. We need to ask for a raise, no? Yeah, I think I think we should. Although we all, right, all I'll, I'll see myself in this business, so then we're, <laughs> who do we talk to? Should we have a meeting right now? Do you do you guys agree? You guys we all agree we get a raise. Um, Let's ask the four board members. We need yeah. to unionize. <laughs> uh, very 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 grateful and thank you for all the love on this song. It's been absolutely insane. It's been so much fun to see, and. Um, yeah, multi-week number one, heading towards, uh, just like I shamelessly self-promoted at the top of the podcast, the album launch of Famous Friends coming on August 6th. August so, uh, August, August 6th. August 6th. Pre-order. Do it. <laughs> buy the record. Do it. I bet you won't. I bet you won't buy the record. I bet you won't. Prove I bet you won't buy merch either. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we, we, we do... Uh, <laughs> I took a photo. I'm, I'm going to post it later of Ryan rocking the quad merch today. Uh, always, also, always. Pe- people stop and ask. By the way, they they love the merch. Well, I can I say right now, I forgot, and I I don't know how I forgot this, but I I went somewhere the other day and I was wearing the hat and it has my name on the thing, <laughs> and like somebody came up and immediately recognized me and I was sitting there going, huh, that was random, and then I was like, oh, I'm wearing a hat oh. with my name on it. That's <laughs> it's a name tag, <laughs> probably uh, part of it. Um, Shows have been awesome. It's been great being back out there on the road. Thank you for everybody that's been coming out and hanging out with us. Um, but we have not done this for a long time, and we are way overdue. We need to do a what are you listening to? Yeah. We've did we done do this, one did we like, do this last week? No, we did not. We, we skipped it a couple I, weeks. Yeah, we've yeah. been skipping it. So I wanted to make a point <laughs> to get to this segment so that we could do this. So, um, Ryan, let's start with you. What have you been listening to? I'm hoping, knowing Josh, uh, I, I feel like him and I are going to be pretty, uh, pretty in sync on this one. But uh, the new Sob Rock from John Mayer uh, debuted this week, and so off that album till the right one comes along is uh, is the the track I've been listening to. So some good tunes from John, a little different, little a uh, little next phase for him. But I do like the tune. So till the right one comes along. I don't know if it's next phase or if he's just uh, he just tries on different different personas of himself kind of every record is, is a little like, Oh, I'm going to let my eighties influence show. or I'm going to let my jazz influence show. Or I'm going to let my songwriter thing show. I think there's a personal challenge involved too, of just kind of reinventing yourself and seeing if you can do it. And he's, he's accomplished it. He did it. It's a good record. So what, which track are you going <laughs> to, I am, uh, I am going to zag <laughs> pretty drastically from that though. Um, I just, you know, I've been, I've been working out a lot, playing a lot of basketball. Oh and, no! Uh, oh no! Where are we going? Where song, are we going? A song popped up that I really love, 
you wouldn't expect it out of me with all of my Backstreet Boys and whatnot, but the song is Bulls on Parade by Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Big fan. Dang. Is that like in the headphones that. while you're shooting hoops or what? It's on the, the little mini speakers while I'm shooting hoops now. Mm, okay. Got a little Bluetooth, Bluetooth mm, okay. action. Yep. Bear, what about you? Well, I've been all over the place listening to music, but I do want to give this song a shout out because I still have been listening to it a lot. But Sasha Sloan and Sam Hunt, when was it over? Ooh, okay. Good song. Great song. I, I'd never even heard of Sasha Sloan until that song, and now I've listened to a bunch of her music. But in general, that song is just awesome. They did great together on that. <laughs> I I really wish people could just see the front page of my library because it is <laughs> frantic. Very odd. Uh, Do tell. No, I'm interested now. Do tell. I, all right. And then you want me to leave the one that I'm going to call out for last? Yeah. Uh, Life is a Highway, Rascal Flats, Hit em Up Style by Blue Cantrell, The Search NF, Sweet Dreams by Puppet Master. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it's all over the place. Um, and then the song that I'm actually going to gonna reference that I've been listening to. Uh, everybody's heard me talking about At the End of a Bar with Mitchell Tenpenny. Obviously, we shot the video downtown on the 5th. So I'm going to go with the new one that he just dropped that has been streaming its butt off, Truth About You by mm-hmm. Mitchell Tenpenny. Y'all go check that one out. It's an awesome song. It's a very good song. Love you, Mitchell. We do. We love you, buddy. And uh, we love you guys. As always, every week, we are really excited to be here hanging out with you, talking about music, movies, sports, and a hot take. This has been The Quad with Chris Young. Make sure you go vote on that poll. You know it's the DeLorean. Let's All go. The Back DeLorean to the is fantastic, but I'd rather go in 60 seconds. from the top rope (laughs) (laughs) just dunked all over Ryan that looked like Giannis (laughs) (laughs) he's got no words that's it